Hello, 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 love wrestling. It's Thursday night. It's 8 p.m. And you know what that means. It's another new episode of Between Two Beards. The biggest news of the week, the rap loss! If you've got the budget, I've got the time. There he is. Hey, boss! Hey, 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 Hello, 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 love wrestling. It's Thursday night. It's 8 p.m. And you know what that means. That's not Pluggo, as you all can tell. But Josh has a little bit something going on. He's got a little bit of scruff happening over there. So I'm going to I say, keep my beard short, but I keep it. That's a beard, I, it's though. A beard. It's yeah, a that's beard. a beard. It is another episode of Between Two beards we have the we have the hour tonight there is quizplex following us right here on this channel at 9 p.m so when me and josh are done do not go anywhere stay tuned for that we have an interim champion tonight the last champion couldn't make it but it's going to be another fun-filled episode of that but we as you can see josh is our guest pluggo he might be here at some point but pluggo was being a good dad today his kid had a football game and he was going to the football game uh and so it was a conflict. I think the kid won his team won 43 to nothing. No, Josh. 43 to nothing. Whoa. Oh, should be a mercy rule. Anyway. Uh, but we want to say hi to Ophelia, Dustin, Lawrence in the chat. Welcome in, gang. But yes, our good friend, my good friend, Josh Robinson, is here. Uh, we're excited to have you. We're going to talk some WWE in, Aus in Australia. Big announcement. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. We're going to talk some legacy of. Uh, in a little bit as well, and The Rock coming back and all good stuff. But, you know, uh, the day was kind of littered with some bumming, bummer news. We got Spencer in the chat saying hello. Hi, hi, boss man. How you doing? Uh, throughout the day, um, you know, we woke up and there was a new deal. SmackDown is going to be heading back to USA Network uh, in 2024 as WWE signed a $1.4 billion deal with NBC Universal. And then hours later and throughout most of the afternoon, there was another round of uh, cuts of talent. So obviously never a good day when people are losing their jobs. It's not one of the fun days. Uh, so we figured we'd take the first handful of minutes, kind of talk about that. And then we'll talk about the fun stuff of the week and all the, and all the good news. It stinks to start on a bummer. But uh, first and foremost, before we dive in there, Josh, how are we doing, my friend? It's been a little bit since we've had you on here, so. Yeah, I know. I'm never around. Um, my job kind of takes up most of my life. I know to be a disgusting adult, but I'm never <laughs> home. I'm, it, remember, guys, for me, it is currently Friday at 9.30 in the morning. So, like, yeah. usually I'm trying to earn some money. Unless everyone here just wants to pay me and I'll quit my job. I'll do there it. There you go. There you go. I'll do it. Um, but, yeah, I'm doing good. I mean, I woke up to releases because... I live in the future. Um, so that's really fun to wake up at 6 a.m. and then see a bunch of cuts. Um, and to be completely honest, on this side of the world, deals with SmackDown mean nothing to me because it changes nothing for me. So I honestly could give two flying, you know, what's um, about a new deal. Good for them, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I, the new deal is what it is. Um, obviously, I think it's. It's in a little bit of poor taste to mm. me to announce, hey, we just mm. made $1.4 billion. Now let's go friggin' fire people. Mm. Anyway. The timing. The timing yeah. is you know? always fun. You, um, know. you know, but it is. what. And Ryan, listen, I write occasionally throw some 
buttocks um, mm. because occasionally I do, but I can do it always for the right price. I, be I believe it was, it was the million dollar man who said everybody has a price. And I have a price to do anything. And I do mean that literally. Also, <laughs> $1.4 billion is how much Spencer pays me to keep me on Love Wrestling. There you go. There you go. All right. Now, I'm going to be transparent. Oh, we got Pluggo in the chat. Hello, Pluggo. Hey, Wish you were here, buddy. Um, yeah. We'll go, you know, there's a lot of NXT talent, and I'm going to be honest with you, even though uh, I've been watching more NXT lately because I think it's on. A, it's been uh, it's been pretty good. It's been pretty good here. Uh, a little good run. I, I do not know some of these people. I don't want to. Mm. I don't want to. You know, it is what it is. Um, but the big names, Mustafa Ali, he was the first one that went on Twitter and said, hey, I'm no longer working here. Uh, so that was the one. Aliyah as well. Um, the biggest name, I think, for everybody was Dolph Ziggler. Uh, been with the company for almost 20 years. Um, it makes me feel old. Yeah, he's been with the, you know, started in the Spirit Squad, did his stuff, and then he, he became... Yeah, and then he was Dolph Ziggler, two-time world heavyweight champion, six-time intercontinental champion, four-time tag champ, money in the bank winner. His cash-in to me is like number two for me behind Seth. That's where I rank that. Uh, I, as you know, we used to do the J&J &J Power Hour, and we would talk. We wouldn't only talk Rest about wrestling. Rest in peace. I miss it so much. Uh, we didn't talk about wrestling every week, but when we talked about wrestling, it, it was known. I, I stepped away from wrestling, like watching it, mm. for like a two, three-year period. And when mm. I started to get back in the fold, Dolph Ziggler was like my favorite guy. He was the guy that I mm. saw, and I was like, that, to me – Obviously, nobody is Shawn Michaels, but I looked at him and I was like, that's Shawn Michaels. Like, that's mm. young Shawn Michaels. And mm. I like that guy. And mm. I great in the ring. He had the look. He could talk. And it was just, I, lo I loved him. I've, I've forever been a fan of Dolph Ziggler. Um, obviously, he's older. He's been there a long time. I don't even know if he does a lot of other things for himself outside of wrestling as well. So I don't even like know. stand-up comic in that, isn't he? And he's like known in that world and stuff like and that. And listen, I, I don't know the guy, but he seems like a fairly smart person in that he's probably got some money. He probably doesn't need to wrestle, but he, listen, he probably will. Um, yeah. It's not like he's in his sixties, you know what I mean? Like he's, you know, whatever. So um, yeah, he does a lot of outside stuff. So whatever. And uh, another thing with releases guys, everyone's always like, Oh, AW, everyone's not, everyone is going to go to AW, nor no. should they, because then you have the same problem that WWE has. Well, they already kind of do is there's way too much talent with not enough airtime. And then something's got to give somewhere. So, you know, a lot of people want people elsewhere and they're getting under, underutilized and then they get released. And then it's just a vicious cycle. Um, again, I'm not happy that anyone lost their jobs, but a lot of these people, not all of them, we're just sitting on the sidelines anyway. So it's like, well, let's cut ties and let them go do other things. And, you know, I'm sure some people are fine. I'm not going to, I don't know how I would feel, but some people are probably fine with just making money and sitting at, sitting in catering every week. And that's just like, I'm getting paid to do this, whatever. But a lot of people probably are like, Hey, wait a minute. Like I want to go and wrestle um, and I, I want to do what I love. So you know, it is what it is. Uh, maybe I'm just looking at it differently. I'm not, again, we're just becoming more immune. That This doesn't make it okay. Cuts have always been around. There was just a brief little period of time where there was less. But they used to happen every six months or so. Like back when I was a kid, I remember people, November and just after Mania, there would always be mass yeah. releases. Um, and that again, it doesn't make it okay. I'm not excusing anything. Trust me, it's horrible and no one should lose their job. But also... Let's let these people go and go and do other things, but I, I'm not going to get too much into it because I think it's I think everything that's said is said on the internet, and it's just you know everything's yeah. every 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 thought is out there. And well, yeah, yeah. I, I, the yeah the one thing the Emma tweet situation was uh, very unfortunate because they had just announced, and that you know part of the reason we were having Josh on the show was to talk about the legacy of, but then all of a sudden the rumblings, I mean, we knew this was going to come, you know, for a little mm. bit here, but then it was like, Oh, they're going to announce it here. They're going to announce it here. And then it was like, mm. Josh is coming on beauty. 
Beauty. Perfect we timing. We can talk about <laughs> Elimination Chamber in February 24th. February 24th, is that the day? Uh, yes, it'll be It'll be very early morning for you guys. Um, so suck it. Finally, you guys have to realize what the, I, I, the rest of the world is, yeah, is like. I, I, um, like I, I won't mind. I usually, my body clock wakes me up early anyway, so I'll be ready to go. You'll be ready. And we're going to be <laughs> rocking. It's in the worst possible spot they could put it in this country just saying there's just no a big there's just a big stadium there i'm assuming a massive stadium perth is, is a, perth is a very i've never been to perth but from what people have told me it's a very beautiful city it's just very far away from the rest of the country it is out yeah, west um it is really expensive to get there it is really expensive to stay there it is really expensive to live there it's just expensive also february and march in perth is the two hottest months of the entire year. Um, and we're going into El Nino in, we're going into spring, summer El Nino, which means it's going to be a dry, very hot, long summer. So, and it's a completely outdoor stadium. Also Perth is a place where it just rains. Like you could, it could just be sunny. And then all of a sudden it's like torrential rain. So that's fun. Um, especially at that time of year. So that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure we'll get into the WWE Perth stuff um, a little bit later in the show. But yeah, it's happening and that's exciting. I mean, I'm complaining, but I'm still going to be there with bells on. Like I'm, I'm yeah, yeah. Uh, hoping that I can get tickets. They've only released a, um, a uh, blah, 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 like a pre-sale with no info. So yeah. Um, yeah, and Melbourne. Melbourne was the other stadium show in 2018, Dustin, um, at the MCG, which is bigger and in a much more central location for the country. And it's much cheaper to travel to Melbourne than yeah. it is to Perth. It's a 45-minute flight from Adelaide to Melbourne, and it's like a four-hour flight to Perth. Oh, all right. So you're um, talking. All right, yeah, across. The yeah, and there's it's really different time zones. Like, they're like, wait, it's just Perth is a very interesting choice. They must have paid WWE a lot of money. To get it to go to Optus Stadium. Well, you said it's, it's still expensive. Like a, it's yeah. still like a sixty-five thousand seat um, uh, stadium. Optus Stadium is where a lot of uh, football games get played and soccer yeah. and stuff like that. So very nice. Um, it's a very new stadium too. It's very, from what I've heard, it's a very modern stadium. Oh, so, all right. So. Um, so probably that is another reason why. But it is when we first heard the rumblings, we found out like probably about six months ago that there was like talk of the western australian government getting a uh wwe show and everyone was like cool perth, <laughs> awesome i've never like put it this way i have been to a lot of places in this country perth has never really been on my list um but again i'm excited to go somewhere new and like i said everyone says that it's very beautiful over there it's just just over it's just there expensive. Yeah. it's just expensive like the flights even the cheapest flights are still like like this trip alone with accommodation with tickets is going to cost me like nearly two grand. Yeah. It's one of those. And that's for pretty average. Like that's like middle tier seating. <laughs> yeah. Man. It's mm. not, yeah. Yeah. Especially nowadays, everything's just. Oh, it's so more, expensive. Yeah. Everything's crazy. Ah, mm. But you know. Um, it is. So what yeah. It is. They, not they, mad. They, no, no. <laughs> they announced that. And Emma, who was obviously Australian. <laughs> poor mm. girl. She. Mm. She tweets a dream or like a dream come true. And then she retweets. She retweets and she goes, Well, never mind. <laughs> um, I'm out. Um, and it's like oh, there's man. I mean, there's still other obviously the headliner of that show is probably going to be Rhea. Um she's I would think. she's pretty over. Um but Bronson's probably going to get a nice little rub. I hope Indy gets some shine. The beauty about it is that there's probably going to be two chambers. Um, I've never watched a chamber match, obviously, live. Yeah. Um, am I that excited to watch wrestling with a giant cage in front of me? Not really, but um, it'll be cool to experience it. Um, and it's right in the middle between – so we get essentially three stadium shows out of WWE in a row because we get Rumble, Elimination Chamber, then Mania. So, yeah. um, you know – more international shows, I think, is better for WWE. So the crowds are better. It comes across better on television. Um, I just think it's just better all around. It'll be Saturday night for us, so it'll be very early Saturday morning for the States. Um, yeah, the Western Australian time zone is very different um, to uh, to 
the rest of the country. So it's going to be Grayson Waller will probably be. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, of course. Um, But there's no one, from my understanding, there's no one employed by the company from Perth. They're all from mainly Melbourne, Sydney, Adelaide. Um, Rhea's been here. Rhea was in Adelaide yesterday. One of my friends saw her at the gym with Buddy uh, Matthews. So Rhea's just in Adelaide um, hanging out. Um, you know, of course, because she was attacked by Nia Jax because yeah, you know, need, need to sell the injury. She's oh, selling the injury. Mm. Oh, okay, we can all right. Let's t- let's talk about returns. Okay, for a little sure. bit, we can start with Nia. Sure. Um, end of last week's Raw, we have Rhea Ripley, and oh yeah, Spencer said if it helps, it's a lot easier to view. Uh, yes, because they were in the Montreal okay. last year. Yeah, you went to you get it. It's so isn't that fitting that all of you guys like in Canada got to view. Um, elimination chamber. And now it's our turn to to see yeah. it. Um, is the, I don't know if the I know you are, but you're a wrestling person. But is like the rest of the world excited that Australia gets a show? I'd assume so. I mean, I think it's cool. Just for a different vibe. Yeah, I think loud, it's cool. I could imagine yeah. it would be loud. We're pretty loud from the Melbourne show. So I, I like when it's new crowds, and I feel like when it's hungry. Like when I heard they were going to Puerto Rico. Mm. I was like, oh, that's, I don't, I, in my lifetime, I was like, I don't remember them ever going to Puerto Rico for, especially for a PLE. This is cool. I want to see how mm. those Puerto Rican fans react. I want to see how they watch a wrestling show because different cultures are different. And they, they were incredible. <laughs> they were really, yeah, really that good. Was one of the best and they crowds were, I've ever heard. Ever. Ever. And they were jacked up right. and they were ready to go. Uh, and it was awesome. And I feel the same way when I know they're going to England, I'm like, crowd's going to be in it. Yeah. You know, yeah, cause like, true. look at, obviously the wrestling is what matters, but like a really great crowd can make a B show an a show and a really Agreed. bad crowd can make a B show, a D show. And Agreed. I think crowd is, they matter. They're, they're important. another character in the show. They're the third like person in the match. Correct. If you are watching a wrestling show on TV or if you like, the crowd is the third act. They're the third mm. act in the segment, you know? Mm. And that's how I look at it. And but Yeah, so it is, but all in all, everybody, I mean, they could go to Timbuktu in Australia and I would I would be there and I would be there, you know, regardless of anything. Perth is going to be fun. It's going to be a really raucous night. There's, you know, they're probably going to put someone that we love in the yep. main event, whether that be Rhea or whatever. There's going to be lots of near falls where Rhea nearly loses that title and it's going to have us on the edge of our seats. It's a stadium show. There's going to be 60,000 of us there. I mean, I can't really – I don't have too much complaining to do. Um, no. You know what I mean? I'll probably see a lot of powers that I haven't met from this country. And I probably, I would assume, a lot of people are coming in from the States, from other parts oh, yeah, of the world. Oh, yeah, yeah. Big shows like, like that people will yeah. travel for. be so one of their vacations, you know? It's going to be cool, but I know we're going to talk about returns of certain people. Yeah. Uh, well, Dustin brings up a good point. He goes, I wonder if they'll do SmackDown in Perth as well, like they did in Puerto Rico well, and London, because they did the I would SmackDown assume they would have well. announced that. Like, they would have announced, yeah. you know, back-to-back nights. I would assume they would just tape SmackDown beforehand. Yeah. I would love – I've never seen television in Australia. Like, I've never been to a Raw. I've never been to a, a SmackDown. Like, that's never been – remember, Australia doesn't get – show we've had super showdown but before that it was like the global warning like pay-per-view but that was like a different it was like like an insurrection type thing we've never got raw we've never got smackdown they've never taped any of that here like we just get live events um i think it's just because of the time zone and we're on the other side of the world it's probably rather hard to travel um but like we pay a lot of money and i would like to think that this country is a good market for wrestling i could be wrong but um i i would assume it'd be like north america England or the UK and then us like I, I'd like to think that but um I don't think Timbuktu is an actual place in Australia but you know what there's some weird places in this country <laughs> so I have no idea yeah uh, all right yeah so so let's talk returns obviously um last Monday the main event Rhea Ripley is defending the women's championship and the match it was a good match and then all of a sudden towards yeah. the end of the event, it was all right uh, I don't love Rhea and Raquel working together. Yeah, I'll just put it that I, way. I thought their first match was uh, was better. Uh, At payback. Yeah, I actually thought that was okay. I thought it, they just. I know. I know you weren't a fan. 
they just we beat watched the crap. it together, didn't we? Never yeah. mind, we watched it together. Yeah. I did not like it. You did not. You, did. you yes, I didn't. It, I thought it was better than the one on the raw. I thought it, I thought it stank. I'm just saying that it's okay. I, I feel like it's okay to have that opinion. Yeah, no, the last man standing, their last woman standing match in NXT. Halt. Oh, by far, great stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but either way, the match comes to a halt because Nia Jax returns and beats the crap out of everybody. And then we saw there was a tag match this week. Uh, a not- good tag match, by the way. A competitive tag match. Notice something that on Raw this week is that there was a lot of competitive. There wasn't just like people getting, you know. That Kofi Kingston, Ivar oh, match my God. Like literally, I'm not even making this up. I'm not trying to over-exaggerate anything here, but the Raw match of the year. Uh, yeah, one of. That match and those guys are from Chaotic Wrestling, which is Massachusetts. That I, you know, uh, and but like, wow, holy sh! Is it? Yeah, we're twenty minutes in. Holy shit! Yeah, what that match fuck? was incredible. <laughs> I I was like, what? I was watching it. And I was like, oh, they're giving them time, huh? And then it just kept getting better, and and the Hope crowd was kept... eating it. It was oh my god! It was, it was... When he hit that moonsault, oh my! god. When Ivar hit I that, like, moon, oh, I was won. like, this is unbelievable. This is yeah, unbelievable. There was like a spinning heel kick where Kofi like got turned inside out. It was just a ridiculous good match because you we weren't see expecting that match. It go watch it. That was they got incredible. time. Everything kind of got time though. Like the girls tag match, you'd be like, yep. oh, here. Because what I'm worried about most is that Shayna and Zoe are just going to kill. Because I love Chelsea Green. She's my favorite. I yep. adore her. Um, I was like, they're going to kill Piper and Chelsea, and you know, because of so much that has happened with the tag titles and all that. But they didn't. And I was like, whoa, you know, and then Nia comes in. Um, people we, don't like Nia Jax. Like, yeah, she gets a lot. Of, she gets a lot of hate. Some of it is rightfully so, but some of it is like, all right. But also, I have this opinion that isn't that popular, but what the fuck do I know about wrestling <laughs> to say that someone can't wrestle? Yeah. Really? At the end of the day, I don't know. I don't know what it's like. Yes, okay. She's hurt some people. But and I think that's what it is. It's not really about, hey, she's not a great no, but worker. Also, like, the hurting, like fit, putting other okay, people in harm. Okay, you know? sure. There, there has been a number of occasions where she's done so, but then it's it's like comparing apples to oranges. But did everyone get on Ray Phoenix with John Moxley? No, it was no. an accident. And I do think there is a little bit of a stigma of women it comes into play as well that are like, mm, you know, all the crowds that hate women in wrestling are like, see, that's why, that's why yeah. women shouldn't be positioned this way. Sure. You can have your opinion on Nia though. It outside of wrestling. Do I agree with a lot of her personal life? Absolutely not. Um, but I get it. I get the appeal of why Nia's there. Yeah. Like anyone that doesn't see that, she gets hate, whether that's good or bad. Yeah. Um, I kind of am into the idea of like, oh, you think she injures everyone? Well, that's the storyline, bitch. She's yeah, gonna she's hurt just everyone. gonna destroy everybody. <laughs> I don't uh, like her new music. No, I'm not about it. You preferred? Uh, I'm. I'm not like most. I don't of them. really like either of them, but I like this one a lot. I almost less. did it. Also, I almost, before I, I forget, before I forget. Behind you is brand new eyes. Paramount yeah, I did that on purpose. I usually I have a record you're of the week. You're you're pandering to me. That was, I love it. No, I literally I. But when I was waiting for you to hop on here, I turned my camera off. But I was on all fours over there, mm. looking for that record. Going, I'm putting a Paramore record up there because John. And I noticed it at the very beginning, but I didn't I know when to bring it up. To you at some point, if you didn't. So that no, fact but that I, you brought it up, the, I was going to be like, hey, did you see? That's the first thing I noticed when um, I've got a Paramore shirt behind me um, yeah. with all their album titles. And um, uh, yeah, but I noticed it and I was like, when can I bring this up? But I'm going to bring it up. I was gonna, yeah. But yeah, you're pandering to me and I don't care. Okay. You win the brownie points. So it's fine. That's fair. That's yeah. fair. Yeah. I was going to do the Riot, but I was like, that's too cliche. That's too cliche. Riot is not that. Don't even get me started. Uh, there, I have, again, I know you, you. Oh, now this is going to turn into a Paramore discussion, but oh well. Yeah, it is. My I'm here. Show, so I'll do whatever <laughs> I want. Uh, but you know me. The first three albums, I adore. And then I have not stuck with them as strong as you have past 
those but three albums. But JPJ, you got to because they're self-titled is their best. This is why After Laughter, Brand New Eyes, Riot, All We Know Is Falling. That's the order. Don't come at me. Actually, that's right. So you can't come with the factual opinion. Again. Um, I go to see them in a month, uh, two months, and I can't wait. I cannot wait. Also, I just get to go to Melbourne, everybody. So if anyone's watching this that's like Australian and in Melbourne, come hit me up at the end of November. I will. That's when throwing some ass will go down because I'm just going to get off the plane and get drunk. It's going to be great. I mean, that's a, those are the good vacations when you know. Like I, I went to Ireland and I was like, I'm just going to be in drunk. a good state the whole time. Yeah. I'm not going to be embarrassingly drunk, but I'm going to be like, no. I'm feeling good here. But like my flight gets in to Melbourne early in the morning. So like I fly in at like 8.30 and I can't check into my hotel until like 2. Oh. So what have I got to do for six go hours? Go get some I'm breakfast. Go breakfast. Go watch. Breakfast go mimosas. A, yeah. Let's I don't know if you're, are you, are you, are you are a museum guy? Mm, no, but I am. There is like an aquarium, like a sea life aquarium. Oh, I love aquariums. Bitch, I'm going to spend so much money. I can't wait. I love aquariums. Boston has a really good aquarium. Mm. Well, when I'm in town, I'll go there. Yeah, whenever you make your way. But I'm a big, I go to a lot of coffee shops. I wake up early, I go to a coffee shop, get some And that's breakfast. Melvin's thing. Melvin's that's, thing is, is what I do. number one thing in the world for coffee. So, like, I'm going to drink so much full cream milk, I'm going to shit my pants. Wait, what the I hell can't... is, what do you mean full cream? Like, I just whole milk? Whole milk. Yeah, you call, you call okay. it whole milk. I don't know if that was like a drink milk. or something that was over No, like, I can't have full cream milk because I'm lactose intolerant, but I'm going to drink it all when I'm in Melbourne. I want to shit my pants. I can't wait. Oh, wow. Mm. okay that's fair it's gonna be that's exciting okay so back to wrestling I back guess. to returns uh, yeah. last friday night i'm I'm streaming over oh, on i was JPJ. like what other ones were around i'm like yeah Wait. last friday night and i know you said uh you know uh for you smackdown is on you don't the timing doesn't matter for you guys over there what time does smackdown air for you saturday mornings okay uh, so I'm streaming over on JPJ Loves Gaming, just, you know, mind my business. I have SmackDown on the second monitor, but it's muted, obviously, because, you know, and I have the I have the closed caption on. I see Pat McAfee. I go, oh, that's cool. That's cool. Pat McAfee's back. And I'm like, oh, he's cutting a promo. Cool, cool, cool. Austin Theory comes out. I'm like, great, great, great. <laughs> uh, and then all of a sudden, I'm playing a game, and the lights get mm. brighter over here. And I glance mm. over, and I see the cr- they show the cra- crowds losing their mind, and then I see the rock, mm. and I'm just like, "Well, okay." I literally was like, "Well, we're pausing now." Ryan, good to see you, my friend. Thanks for popping in. Uh, so I'm sitting, there, I'm sitting there, and I go, "Wow, the rock's here!" So I literally stop, and I'm like, "We're watching this. We're watching the rock. This is what we're doing." Uh, what a moment that was. That was good. He he went on social media after and said that that was a top five pop that he's ever been a part of. I mean, yeah, it was monstrous, like monstrous. I've imagine, never heard. I haven't heard a crowd like that in so long. I was just kind of like Pat McAfee was on. And I was just kind of like, cool, just, you know, yeah. watching around. My little brother was here with me. He was in the shower. And as he got out of the shower, he walked out and he's like, Pat McAfee's on. I'm like, yeah. And, and Pat McAfee said the sentence, this is the people show. And I was like, mm-hmm. hold on. And then as like, that sentence came out of my mouth, that's when the rock's music hit. And I was like, genuinely just like, what, what? is going on? <laughs> yeah. And I was like, it's just a random SmackDown in like Denver. Denver. It was, I was like, Denver, Colorado. I was but like, the rock was there. This? The rock was there. And he was on Pat McAfee's show yeah. earlier in the day because they were there for the college football game. Cause a big time NFL player named Deion Sanders is the head coach of Colorado. And he's taking, he's taking college football by storm, but that's for another day, but that's why they were in town. Mm. Um, and I didn't even think of it because the rock earlier in the day on Pat McAfee broke the news that like he was booked for last year's WrestleMania with Roman mm. and then it didn't happen, whatever. And he talked about that. And that was, we came on beards that night and we talked about that last week we like we mentioned it because that was the news and then the next night mcafee shows up and i i see him and i'm like i'm not even thinking about it and i had it on mute yeah. so i didn't hear i didn't hear the line of like this yeah is the that's show. that's what i heard and i was like oh uh, yeah cool and then yeah that just kind of happened and then smackdown was really good i thought raw was really good this week too in terms of just like competitiveness the flow of the show Raw is obviously still too long, but like, yeah. um, and there's just a few segments that I would take out, but like for the most part, 
for the most part, I don't really have too many complaints about yeah, the product no. itself. Like there's weeks where I'm just like, mm-hmm, yeah. okay, sure. But for the most part, things flow pretty consistently. You can kind of tell when it's like a Triple H heavy Raw oh, yeah. and SmackDown and then a Vince one. But for the most part, I do find that they are kind of meeting in the middle with some things. You're like, I can see where compromises happens because see what battles he's, there's been chosen to be like, no, this is on the show. This is on the show. Mm-hmm. And just the way people articulate their promos, sometimes I can tell like Vince, Vince's, uh, Vince this up a little, but um, Vince McMahon is also going through some like internal investigations of some stuff. Yeah. Um, so yeah. who knows what's going to go on there? Um, one can only pray that perhaps it is over for the Vince, finally the end. So. It's finally the end. I don't think so. This man's no. going to live. He said he's going to live to 120. So yeah. Who, who, uh, Kurt Angle. Kurt Angle said that. That's right. So, and you know what? It's the one time where I believe Vince. Yeah. Yeah. So that's yeah. fun. Um, but yeah, so there's a lot, there's a lot going on. And then I guess uh, you originally invited me to come on last week. Um, but I couldn't cause I had, uh, work. Um, but Jade Cargill is also yes. like I wanted holy to do. Moly. I wanted to. Oh, well, Dustin said, "Imagine buying tickets to that SmackDown four months ago when they went on sale, and mm. then you were there, and that's your first ever show, or it's whatever." And then all of a sudden, yeah. in the first segment, you're like, "Holy, f- the the fucking Rock is here!" Yeah, what the fuck? What? Excuse me. Anyway, yeah. Uh, but yes, I we did. I did ask you to come on last week uh, mm. because we will uh, on Wednesday. Uh, we woke up to the news. No, Thursday morning, we woke up to the news that Jade... Uh, well, it was all happening while you guys were asleep. Yeah, so you were awake probably dealing was, with it in it real like, time. It was like Wednesday... No, Thursday afternoon, because it was just after yeah, Dynamite. Yeah, so it was aired. overnight Wednesday into Thursday. So uh, Thursday afternoon here, I was just like... It was just like breaking news, like we've got some major contract details of someone, and then it started to come out. So I was dealing with it, and I was like, wait till the rest of the world wakes up and sees about all of this. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Jade Cargo. So JPJ had asked me and I was like, I can't, but um, obviously it's like a week and we know a little, know a little bit more now, whether Jade's been at the performance center or rumored to be her contracts up. She had her last match on rampage with um, Chris Statlander. Um, yeah. By the way, she looked very good. Um, a lot of people, cause there's a lot of like talk about where Jade's going to end up. Like, is she ready? Quote unquote. Yeah, like for the main roster, or roster, or she, or, yeah. I don't think she's going to NXT in my personal opinion. I think she's too much of a, does she keep her name? I don't know. I would, I would think she would, because I feel like that would have been a discussion in getting her here, but I could be wrong. Maybe she'll just be called Jade or something like that. Um, who knows, but that's for another topic, but um, I think she's too main rust. The appeal of her, I mean, even in AEW when she was green as goose shit, we were like, it doesn't matter with Jade Cargill because she just you could just she's See marketable. It. She's yeah. she's got a great charisma. She's got a great appeal. She's she's a star. Um, do I think she's more fit for a WWE landscape than an AEW landscape? Yes, because mm-hmm. wrestling. I don't mean this. Horribly, we have great wrestling in WWE. Some of the best matches ever have taken place in WWE. But wrestling is secondary. Um, it's about being that larger-than-life, mm-hmm. marketable character, and she is that. Also, you put her on the main roster and put her in programs with people that are better than her. Well, she's going just to be – she's going to raise – and it's not like Jade Cargill can't wrestle. She's very – No, she's she's, she's – Pretty she's good. Still, yeah, she is pretty good. She's still green. Like she's only hasn't been doing it in a long time. Green. What I think is okay. So, um, and for me, and I, look at you know me, I'm very pro AEW. I do a show on Love Wrestling that revolves yep. around AEW. All right, yep. but if Jay Cargill wants to maximize her star potential and be a huge star, you're going to WWE. Yeah, because okay. you're a woman, you can, and in, in AEW, women don't get that. Well, treatment. Yeah, that's a sec. That is yes. That is another. Unless your name is Britt Baker. Yeah. Um, but in general, like, and I love AEW, and you can be a big star in AEW. But if you want to be a worldwide star, you look at Jade Cargill, and you're like, that is a WWE superstar. What I think is going to happen is Becky is WrestleMania headliner. Becky is the NXT Women's Champion right now. Yeah. She's doing the weekly challenges. I think mm. she's going to establish that. And I think Jade is going to beat her. 
Well, I thought that too. I was like, when that's what I think Becky, the, oh, there the you go. Language, Spencer literally just yeah. said it. <laughs> that's what I think is going to happen. The language that Becky was using on her promo and Raw, I'm like, I don't think it's tonight that Jade's coming in. I'm like, but there's something. Whether I that's think... the plan or not, someone or Becky herself has gone like this. Yeah. Just to, just to, you know, there was a lot of like new, something fresh. I want to fight people new. Obviously end up being no disrespect. Natty that answered the challenge, um, mm. which was there was a whole demarkle about that, whether it was going to be Tegan or someone like yes, that, which yeah, I would have yeah. preferred. Tegan, I don't dislike, bitch, I don't hate that. Natalia. Yeah. Don't even get me started on that. But it's Natty. She's at a certain level that is just familiar. And we've seen Becky and Natty and they give them 15 minutes and they can have a great match. Sure. But we've seen it. Yeah. And NXT is not about Natalia. It's about, you know, whatever. There's a whole thing with Becky being the champion and and whatever, um, but yes, there was some there was some verbiage that she put in there that was like interesting, and I was like, hmm, I see what you're doing here. That's Next. what I think. That's what I think is going to do. I think Jay Cargill could immediately go to the main roster, thousand percent. Yeah, but I just think Becky's the champ. I feel like she's going to do these weekly challenges every week here for a little bit. Um. And the yeah, I agree with you. The verbiage she was using, and just I could see, like Spencer said, her doing this for maybe you know a month, oh. a little bit longer, and she goes, imagine. "All right, who is it?" And it's Jade, and it's like, "Oh shit!" Imagine Jade beats like, her, like immediately. Jade could do nothing else in her time in her run in WWE. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think she's going to be positioned in a way that's oh, yeah. not like that. But you beat Becky Lynch in your first match. You get you get fired the next day, and you still go. Uh, but I beat Becky Lynch, yeah. arguably the biggest female star ever mm-hmm. in wrestling. Yeah. Um, you know, it's a pretty good deal. But Jade is going to be a a magnet star. for success. Yes. Um, and there's a, just a lot of visually cool-looking matchups I see in my head. Like the fact that Jade could wrestle Rhea and Charlotte and Bianca, Bianca. And, yeah. and Becky and Asuka. And, you know, this goes on about the women, you know. Is it easy for Jade to come up on the main roster and work a program with Natalia to get her started? Absolutely. Natalia will make her look like the best she's ever looked. But, you know, there's layers to this. I think it's going to be an immediate impact. I don't know what that means and what that exactly is, but mm-hmm. Jade's going to be positioned in a way that I can't really think of too many women just coming in from somewhere else and being positioned in a certain way that's just like immediately in the limelight. Um yeah, so true. good for her. Honestly, good for her. I'm a big Jade Cargill guy. I've always liked mm-hmm. Jade. So, um, yeah, I don't really have too much to add. Yeah. No, I uh, like Zach, oh, Zach just saying Jade is a stadium act in waiting. Great fit for WWE. Thousand percent. Thousand percent. When I heard the news, you know, it's a big, I was like, oh, dang, she's la- leaving AEW. But the decision made all the sense in the world to me. It made all mm-hmm. the sense in the world to me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I agree. She's going to be a massive, massive star. Um, good Lord. Uh, well, we also have you. So uh, as you announced on your social medias over the last little bit here, um, the last season of The Legacy Of mm. is coming is happening on Love mm. Wrestling. Um, so first and foremost, I know you released on your socials, you released the list, you, you know, all the people and things of that nature, but like go through, tell the people the list. And then I know when we were chatting off here, you said, Hey, I haven't really told the story of why it's the last season. Uh, Mm. so I was like, there's only one person that knows why it's the last season. And that's, uh, Mr. Zach who's in the chat. I had a little bit of a chat with him because, you know, content wise, I always try to keep him just loosely tied yeah, into sure. what I'm doing. Um, I think I've built up a certain level of trust with Spencer and the entire team where I can do, they just kind of gratefully, they just kind of let me do my thing. Cause they're just mm-hmm. like, he knows what he's doing. So he'll just, he just kind of does his own little, little zone. Um, so first and foremost, thanks uh, Spencer, Zach, all, everyone at love wrestling, because um, this kind of, they just kind of let me do my thing. They let me do things very infrequently, which I also appreciate because I'm pretty wrapped up for time with certain things. Um, so they just kind of let me do my thing and just go, just do whatever you want because we know we trust you to do your thing. But um, 
So, uh, yeah, I announced that on October 8th, which is a Sunday. So it'll drop Sunday nights, my time. It'll be up by the time you guys wake up um, on su- every single Sunday from October 8th. Um, it is The Legacy Of, which is originally wasn't – I knew that it was going to be the final season, but I didn't originally kind of let out that it was going to be the final season. It's 10 yep. episodes, starting with uh, Bianca Belair. Um, I'll go through the list of what's happening, so from October 8th onwards. So Bianca Belair, Michelle McCall, Ivory – the Iconics, the Inspiration, Candice LeRae, Lillian Garcia, Tough Enough, Chelsea Green, Caitlin, and finally Rhea Ripley. Mm. Um, I kind of did certain things on purpose because I wanted to tie in now, then, all of it yeah. um, with everything. But the reason uh, that I'm kind of ending the legacy of is because... I'm pretty burnt out with um, this season, although fun to make, and I've done a lot of all of the stuff and I'm just kind of edit in the editing stage now. It was difficult for me to make this because it just, the show had run its course as, as fun as it is. And as much attention, I've never got content where it's got this much attention before. And people actually are like, I love this yeah. crap. Um, I've never got attention like this before. Um, I would rather do something now and be like, I still like doing this than push this on for a few more times and A, struggle to find people to highlight and B, just be like, this is a nightmare for me to create because it takes me a minute to record all these, oh, yeah. edit these all together. Like it, it's not just like one and done. Like I do these for a while. Um, so yeah, it's a 10 episode run, October 8th, Love Wrestling here on YouTube, um, as you guys know. Um, yeah, I'm just pretty burnt out. I've, I've, I've was kind of considering, I'm like, is my time on love wrestling just, am I just wasting a spot because I don't do a lot? Like you guys are on every week. There's people that bump out content multiple times a week. We've got love pro wrestling in the terms of an actual wrestling promotion. There's so much on here. And I was just like, I don't want to, I'd never wanted to be in a spot where I just, I've, I've left in the past mm-hmm. for doing that thing. And I don't want to do that, but um, I do have some other ideas in the works for next year and beyond with love wrestling. That's going to be a little bit different. It's still mm. kind of in the zone of like, I will do something on love wrestling. It won't be immediately after, um, but I'm going to take a little bit of a break after this season of uh, love wrestling. As everyone knows, I don't have a lot of time. If content was my job and I was making a lot of money for this, that's all I would do, but that's just not the case. And that's fine. It's not a complaint. Um, but yeah, I just, the well was pretty dry. I was trying to, you know, the whiteboard was not, it's, it wasn't as busy as it once was. And, um, I just didn't want to hate doing what I do. And I didn't want, cause that comes through, um, especially when the focal point of that, uh, show is my voice. So (laughs) I don't want it. Um, it's just, you know. I didn't want that to, I didn't want that to happen, but you know, I don't want to leave love wrestling. Like I said, there is some other choices, other things that I have in my head that I'm trying to get in onto a screen or onto some kind of a, a content piece. Um, I've thought about maybe considering doing some writing and stuff like that as Very well. Nice. I don't, I don't know. Um, but it's been fun. The show has been the best and it's not like, a, I don't want this season to be like, oh my God. Yeah. I, I've seriously, when I say this, um, I don't really like to hype myself up too much because it comes across very cocky, but this season is going to kick so much ass. I've like truly just outdone myself with all the stuff that I've ever done on the legacy of. So this show started in, it started as like a random one-off thing with a legacy of Stephanie McMahon and like the yeah. very latter stage of 2020 um, because of COVID. And I was yep. like, what can I do? I've got nothing to do. So I made this and it was great. And then it just kind of formed and I've done so many things and like some of the talent that I've highlighted, have noticed it and stuff like that, which is cool. Like some of my favorite things that I've ever made is in the legacy of and love wrestling just gave me the platform to do so. Cause I never would have got, never would have got the attention it did without that platform. So like, it's cool to have love wrestling in my corner. And again, as well, because I'm listen, if you were starting a content place and you were wanting me on your stuff i can be kind of difficult with just timing and knowing that i believe in my own content so like 
I I work best when I have kind of the freedom to do what I want. And Spencer was the first person to ever allow me to do that. He said, do whatever you want. I just want you on this platform. So um, mm -hmm. without Spence, I really wouldn't have that platform to do so. So um, I don't really like being nice to people because it's disgusting. Um, but like Spencer gave me that. So I'll always have, be grateful and have so much love for Spencer to like him. And then just you guys all just being in my corner as well of being like, yeah, Josh doesn't make a lot of content on here like we do. And you guys are kicking ass just in general, just like the grind of doing it all. And you guys are much better than I am with that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. um, but just, yeah, just, you just got all got just like, he's here every few months and we know that he disappears sometimes, but <laughs> I'm here. But yeah, whether that be just simply doing some just gaming streams on love wrestling stuff or the idea that I have in my brain, whether I can get it to, fruition and actually get it to shine a little bit it's a very big idea but i don't know if it's going to work but that's how my brain operates so um i find a way with everything i didn't think the legacy of would work because i didn't think you'd want to just hear me talk about mainly women every week but it works uh, i don't know it, it works. works for me it's, so it's um, good i, I but yeah 10 episodes baby so we're back in october now, october 8th i my memory is trash but like is this your biggest season yet 10 episodes mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Yeah, so um yeah, so I kind of did them bi-weekly or just kind of whenever I wanted for the first season. And then I did like mainly eight episode runs mm -hmm. um after that. There's been all together because there was a lot of specials in between. I think at the end of this with the next 10 episodes, I think we're gonna hit 98 episodes. So I'm two oh. away from hundred. Um, but I think we'll hit 98 episodes nice. all together. Um, of the legacy of, and then I did, you know, a few other little things. On. I didn't just do this on love wrestling. No, There's been some no. other specials, but yeah. Um, you know, I kind of have an idea of like, do I do like a little raw recap show where it's just like a two minute little video and I just kind of run off everything in like a really fun, like little newsy video. I don't know. I don't know. Um, it's just a matter of a, um, having the go. time to do so the legacy of the, le yeah. that'd be the most meta thing you could ever do. <laughs> episode 100 you have, to, you have to find something for nine I, i'm very excited about that i mean i like all i've seen them all but uh i'm excited about that tough enough one i'm excited mm. about that tough enough one mm. so uh, that, that was that, that was the hardest episode i had to make um but bitch um yeah i've i've uh i know a lot of people probably like certain episodes because they like certain people but i like my favorite episodes were like I think like the Mickey James and Bella twins episodes will always be up there for me just because I'm like, Oh, those got a lot of attention. They mm. got a lot of loves. The Stephanie episode got so much. Um, the legacy of the bra and panties match got a lot of love because people were like, what are you doing? Because too many people see the title and don't actually watch certain things. Yeah. And then of course I'll always have a special place for the legacy of Maurice's brick. I made an episode <laughs> on Maurice's brick and I made it in the legacy of Lily, the doll. I made it the episode of Li the legacy of Lily during so this show. I, it was literally like spawned into my brain. And I just, did you it. popped I'll in make the a chat. legacy of anything. Yeah. You mm. popped in the chat. And we put you over for popping in the chat. And we were talking about Lily, the doll. The possessed and, doll. And then Plugo cracked a one-liner and said, oh, the legacy of Lily. And like 20 minutes later, Josh popped back in the chat and was like, hey. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he made a legacy of, of Lily in like 20 minutes. Yeah, I'll make oh, an episode a... of, of the legacy of on anything if you really want me to. So, um, oh. who knows? Yeah. So it's 10 episodes. It's, um, a lot of people have said to me that they're very excited to see Bel Air because yeah, it's of course. Bel Air. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people I've got, I had a lot of comments Ivory. on my Insta being, um, Lillian Garcia. They're like, how the hell do you make one on Lillian Garcia? I'm like, oh, bitch, you wait. I mean, yeah, I, I think they're all, I, I was a big fan of Ivory back in mm. the day. Uh, Ivory. so Yeah. I'm excited. That whole section, sneak peek, that whole section I do on her with Right to Censor. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, incredible. God. So good. So good. But yeah. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm excited. Like Spencer said, obviously, the legacy of uh, is a great series. And if anybody here has not seen it, uh, you should go over to the youtube.com slash love wrestling. There's a playlist of it and you should go. Um, obviously, I know you're still finishing this, but. In the 98, uh, you know, what are the, and I know this is your content, so it might be hard to pick up, but what are the two or three that, you know, if somebody's new in the chat and hasn't seen any of them, that you'd be like, hey, 
go check these ones out. Besides um, all of them, just go watch them all. But you know what I mean. Um, I think probably I did the legacy of ECW, which was the very longest good. episode I did. I did like an hour long episode, and I did it very different to the rest of them. I don't think I, I'll say this pretty confidently. It didn't get the reaction that I thought it would, or did it get the attention that I thought it would? Um, but I think that's like my best professional work mm. that I've ever done. Um, but personally for me, what my favorites are, it'll always be the Bellas because I just really dig them. And obviously I have a Bella Twins yep. title right there, but I just think my passion shine through the most on that episode. Um, and then perhaps if, if I'm, if I'm just giving you like an episode that I think you should probably watch, it probably would be the legacy of like someone like a Tory Wilson, Stacy Keebler episode, because a lot of people are like, they see that and kind of go Ugh, just because of who they are. But those are the episodes that I love the most because it kind of switches people. And again, uh, while I have opinion on this show, a lot of these, uh, a lot of these episodes are just based in facts. So yeah. it's hard to, dispute a lot of it um but yeah it's just it's uh hey lou um it's just very much like i think this show's really good i think zach even said this and I, this is the kind of direction i kind of really ran with when zach did the said this was if you don't know who someone is or if you're just not very familiar with some i, I highlight a lot of like divas on this yeah. show people that are skeptical of those kind of eras, I think you can watch that and learn a lot, even if you don't agree. That's fair. Yeah, I would agree. I would agree. And I think that was one of the aspects of the show that I enjoy. I mean, obviously I've been watching wrestling forever, so I knew, mm. I, I knew most of the stuff, but even wrestlers that I was big fans of when I, at all aspects of my life, I learned stuff watching the show. I'd be like, Oh, that was cool. I didn't know that little nifty mm. fact. Or that mm. little nifty thing right there. like Or or the time that I was out not yeah. watching wrestling regularly. Like, you know, like like Michelle McCool, I didn't see most of her career. I've done an episode I, on Lay Cool, but I've never done yes. Michelle on her own. So yeah. um, it'd be kind of cool for you guys to hear that. But yeah. Um, so like for yeah, me, I hate like, talking about myself, but like, bleh, but um, yeah. yeah, it's a good, it's good shit. I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it greatly. Um, all right, cool. So now I know, I know you, I, I know you went in on, you know, the fact that it's in Perth. But how excited are you truly? Oh to my go god, to a WWE ple. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm not even making this up. When it, I knew that we were getting, like, it was pretty obvious it was gonna get announced pretty soon. Like, there was a lot of rumors and stuff. But when New Day were in Sydney and then flying through to Perth, because um, you can't even fly directly into Perth from international, um, I that tear came out of my eye. I was like, oh my god, it's really happening. Like, I don't care if I'm in the the highest seats in the stadium. Like, I'm going to be there. Yeah. Um, it's just, it's, it's cool. We don't, like, you guys do not understand how lucky you are that you get a Raw or a SmackDown or a pay-per-view every few months. Like, it's, you guys are so lucky that you get that. Like, we would kill to get that over here. We get this, like, we haven't had a live event since, a live event since 2019. We haven't had a stadium show since 2018. Wow. Like, it's just people think Australia is a small country. It is not. There is, it's a big country. Yeah. It's, it's just spread out very differently to the States. There is literally like 25 million people in this country. It is not a small country. Um, you know, Perth is listed as one of the most livable cities in the world. So put it that way. It's a very beautiful place albeit mm -hmm. far from the rest of the country. Like, yeah. put it this way, Perth, if Australia is this, if it, it looks like this, Perth is all the way over here. <laughs> and you're, <laughs> and yeah, everything you're, else is here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it's very far away. Um, but, yeah, I again, I would go to any place in this country if it meant going to this show. Like, I'm so, as a, just a wrestling person, um, and as just a, a kid watching wrestling, as a child, I never thought that was going to happen. Yeah, you know what I mean, so it's cool. I can't That's wait. Like, cool. I'm gonna be there 
you know, just whether I go as just a person just watching or something more, um, I'm just going to be there and just be like, it's wrestling. It's incredible. Yeah. I'm very, I'm very excited for you. I was like, oh, I'm like, when my news- Twitter is going to be insufferable. That when, when the news broke, oh. I was like, oh, that sounds like a, I know somebody in Australia. So that mm. sounds like mm. that sounds like that might be a fun. Poor, trip. My poor Snapchat friends, including you, actually, JPJ. Man, I am one. I am one of those. You um, will be like, for fuck's sake. Stop no, it'll be all right. Me. It'll be oh, all right. No. All right. Before <laughs> we get out of here, before we say our goodbyes, uh, Rich King of the Rads, LPW. Uh, he has been sending us his weekly Rads teams of the week when it comes to the NFL season. And he sent us in another video for his week three picks. So we are going to show that now. Then we will come back. We'll have Josh and myself kind of say our goodbyes, give our plugs. And then we are going to hand it over to a brand new episode of Quizplex starting right here at 9 p.m. So let's look at Rich King's team of the week for week three in the NFL. Beard Nation, it is Rich King back at you, representing the greatest group in all of professional wrestling, the R to the A to the D to the tiny little Z, baby, you love us. It is the Rads. Yes, you can find us on Tales from the Undercard on YouTube. Nice little cheap plug. But I am back with Rich's Rad Team of the Week. And first and foremost, I have to apologize. Week number two did not go as well as I thought. I didn't realize it was Patrick Mahomes' birthday. I didn't realize KC was going to have Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones back in action but I will take my losses when they happen and that happens very far few and far between now we're going into week three of the NFL schedule and I got four games this week that I have my eye on that should be tight close games that are gonna be fun to watch number one is Atlanta versus Detroit Atlanta's run game versus Detroit's run defense I think Detroit's gonna end up coming up top because they have a little bit more of a well-rounded game than Atlanta but it's gonna be a fun game to watch. Next up is New Orleans, the Beads of New Orleans versus the Cheeseheads of Green Bay going head to head. These teams are very, very similar. They both have great defenses. They have decent offenses, but I think Green Bay has just a slightly better offense with Jordan Love leading the way. So I'm taking Green Bay in that game. Game number three is the Battle of the Choke Artists. Two teams that just try to give away the win each and every week, and that is the Vikings versus the Chargers. This is going to be a fun game to watch because basically one of these teams needs to win, which is something that neither team really does all that well. So I think LA ends up taking the big W in this one, but it's going to be the battle of two teams that just cannot win. Next up, though, Rich's Rad Team of the Week is none other than the L.A. Rams. Yeah! They take on the Cincinnati Bengals, and as much as it pains me to say it, I gotta be bold once again. Cincinnati going 0-3 is very tough to predict, but that's what I'm taking in this game. Joe Burrow's hurt. Joe Mixon doesn't look good. The Cincinnati offensive line has just not played up to snuff. Yes, they have some amazing wide receivers, but you need a quarterback to get the ball to them. And I don't think Joe Burrow is going to do that in this game. I think LA, who has just surpassed all my expectations this year, are going to take this one. They're going to get the big fat W there heading into week four. Rich King is going to be two and one for my rad team of the week. And we're getting back on track. Back to you, JPJ, and Mr. Plugalo himself. Plugalo didn't make it this evening, but we want to thank Rich King for sending that in. So, Josh, always a pleasure you coming on. Um, I love chatting with you. You know, we'll, well, maybe we'll get some Sims in on your channel uh, here soon. I mean, we're going to be doing the the big shows coming up. I would think we'll keep that tradition alive. So, be on the lookout on the social medias for those as well. Josh, real quick. Let the people know where they can find you. Let the people know where they can follow you. And then we will get out of here. At Josh Robinson underscore zero zero, pretty much everywhere across the board. Come hang out with me on TikTok or Twitch. That's where I'm the best. There you go. JPJ loves gaming everywhere for me as well. You can catch me here Thursday nights with Plugo for Between Two Beards. Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. over on twitch.tv slash lovewrestlingca with Drew for Firmly AEW. Josh, thank you again for joining us tonight. Thank you for everybody in the chat, all our friends. You know we love you. Stay right here. Do not go anywhere. 
right after out right after we hear from Sue, you'll see Zach, you'll see our fine guest, you'll see Spencer for another episode of Quizplex. Till next week, friends. You know the drill. Peace out. Hey there, Plugo and JPJ. It's Trent's mom, Sue, and I have a bone to pick with you. So, I understand that you guys are being real idiots and spending your entire monthly budget. You've gotta be kidding me. This is not the way to be when you're trying to uh, run a business. Your boss, Spencer, is really pissed off at you. I'm pissed off at you. You have some nerve. Um, you know, get a grip. You, <laughs> you have to control yourself. You can't just go out and spend all the money that you're making, you two beards guys. Two beards. <laughs> oh, no. This is coming out so stupid. Anyway. Behave yourselves, or I'm going to cut you off from watching AEW. You're no longer going to get to know, uh, be able to meet my son. What? Oh, or me. 